What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Big Easy Bets podcast. I'm your host, Logan, and with me in the studio, Nick Von Brick. How is everyone doing? Doing good. Also with us again, Justin, the Russian concussion mascaro. How are you doing? Great. Coming off a good week. And then back again, first time this year, our resident Arkansas fan, Josh Box. How are you doing? Doing pretty good. Big game this week. Big game. We'll touch on all that in just a second. Um, but first things first, Big Easy Bets is brought to you by Prediction Strike. Do you wish you could have stock in your favorite athletes like Tyreek Hill or Alvin Kamara? Prediction Strike brings that idea to life. Prediction Strike is the only performance-based sports stock market where you can buy and sell shares of professional athletes as if they were stocks. Picture an app if Robinhood and DraftKings had a baby. Don't just draft your favorite players. Start investing in them. Simply download their new easy-to-use app or sign up at PredictionStrike.com. Use code BigEasyBets to receive a free athlete share with your first deposit of $20 or more. So essentially, I feel like everybody's going through that phase where, at least I did, you wanted to, you, you hear about the stock market, you go, okay, I can invest money in this, I can uh, try to make quick and easy money. Well, not very many people know the ins and outs of the stock market. I went through the whole process, bought a couple books, didn't go well, wasn't a good idea. Uh, you try the whole day trading thing, it's kind of rough. But I feel like everybody feels like at least athletes, they know athletes. You feel like you're good at fantasy, I feel like I'm good at fantasy sure y'all feel the same. Um, so essentially that's what this is. It's taking their fantasy projections, um, on a weekly basis. So if you know that Rondale Moore for Arizona is going to blow up this week, like he did last week, you could have put some money in, bought a a share of his stock or however many you wanted, and then you would have made money. So it's kind of, it's a cool idea. I think, I don't know. What, What are your thoughts on it? Yeah, it's like you you're investing in the stock market. You know, you're taking these guesses because you most people don't know the intricacies of like what it takes to you know build a business or and things like that. And yeah. how do you predict the the peaks and valleys that that the stock goes? But in sports, it it seems like it'll be a little bit easier for us and the people that listen to our podcast because. That's what we know best. Yeah, that's our that's our specialty. So, yeah, no, I mean, it's essentially kind of it's like daily fantasy, but then you can hold those players for long term. So um, I think it's a really cool idea. We have we have joined. Um, if you're going to join, be sure to use the promo code Big Easy Bets. They will match a stock, um, a free stock up to a minimum of a twenty dollar uh, buy in deposit. So check it out. It's a cool idea. Um, and we'll be on there as well. So, all right, episode 85, I'm sorry, 86, I'm back from Carolina, rough trip, long drive to go watch the, uh, the worst offensive performance in Sean Payton's history, but it is what it is. I said going into this one that I wouldn't, um, get into any altercations with anybody because this is the fourth or fifth year. I think we went to Atlanta, then we went to Dallas, then we went to Tennessee, Tampa. So this is the fifth year. We went to obviously Carolina this year. And I mean, I wouldn't say I got into it with anybody, but I was minding my own business. We had nothing to really cheer about. Um, there was in front of us, 
four empty seats. So it's my dad, my brother, my uncle, me, and then Joseph, who's been on the podcast. So in come two gay guys and a meth head. So how do I know they're gay? Because, and there's no, nothing wrong with them two being gay. gay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> two so gay guys walk and into a, a bar. <laughs> <laughs> so they walk in with, um, rainbow colored bandanas around their neck. They also have a dog with them and, uh, didn't say service dog. He had a rainbow colored bandana around his neck as well. So the meth head, that's speculation, um, due to him being out of shape, yet still skinny, a bunch of tattoos and three teeth and one eye not working. I assumed he's on meth. Um, Maybe not at the time, but either that or a firecracker accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Him and uh, JPP. Um, so I'm sitting there. My uncle's to my left, and he's yelling because we're at a football game. So this guy who may or may not be a meth head turns around, and I literally he turns around. He's like this, and he's staring at me. So then I stare back at him. Like I look, and then I look back at the game, and he's still looking. So I look back at him, and so then I'm just looking at him. And he goes, "What's up?" I said, "Not too much." You tell me. And uh, he goes, why don't you stop yelling in my ear? I said, well, I'm not yelling at all. I said, but we're all, we are at a football game and you're not in your seats because they said our seats are over there, but we can sit right here. I said, so, and, and I left it there. Like I'm not, I wasn't about to like start anything. I said, but just so you know, I'm not leaning over and like yelling into your ear. We are just at a football game. And it wasn't even me yelling. So I left it there. Well, apparently he gets up and my dad heard him tell his two maybe gay friends, maybe they're just supporters, um, that he's going to go smoke a cigarette before he punches me in the face. Well, I didn't hear that because I told everybody going in, I'm like, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not starting anything. Well, my dad heard it and he didn't tell me till we left. I mean, I get why he didn't tell me, but I was like, why the fuck wouldn't you tell me that he said that? Like <laughs> I have the high ground, I'm up one level and like, I could have kicked this head off his fucking shoulders. But, um, other than that, I mean, the Carolina people were pretty nice. So, um, but we suck. That was a terrible, that was a terrible trip. Worst offensive line performance I've seen in four years. Um, we'll, I guess, go further into it uh, shortly. But I want to get Josh's opinion on some drama that we had in our fantasy league last year. Not, or, I'm sorry, last week. Um, Justin made a trade that he thinks his team got better so Justin's team sucks. I've never seen a worse team in the history of fantasy football. Um, tell everybody your trade, Justin. My team's 0-2. I'll put that out there first. Um, it was Saquon, Antonio Gibson, and Kenny Galladay. So what round did you draft Saquon? Second. Mm, no. I think Gibson was my first pick. He was not. Oh. You were on auto draft, or we thought you were. You couldn't make up your mind. Yeah, it was still a tough decision. They're so, all shit cans. Still, no, they're not. Even in week, week three. <laughs> so it was okay. So sorry, Saquon Gibson and Gibson Cam was my first pick. Yeah, you're right. No, Saquon was your first pick. Oh yeah. So you traded your first and yes. your other. First I traded, you traded the. You I traded, traded my first your, and second round. Pick, you traded yeah. your first round pick, and then you traded the guy who you thought was your first round pick. And Kenny Galladay for who? They both suck. Uh, for Austin Eckler and Sutton. Which, which I'm, Cortland Sutton? Yeah. Okay. Best receiver in Denver right now. Is he? Because um, he had one catch week one. 
You know that? Yeah. We'll be okay. All right. <laughs> okay. He had a good week two against the Jaguars. That's why I told Justin I could go catch five balls for fifty well, yards. Didn't didn't a Denver wide receiver go down week one? And that's Jerry why? Judy got a high yeah. ankle sprain. Okay. Yes. Um. So when Jerry Judy comes back, Cortland Sutton probably yeah, will not do as well. Seat. Jerry Judy is the best receiver in Denver, but yes, Cortland's gonna have a good year. You think he's better than KJ Hamler? Say yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds like, judging by yesterday, you said my team got better today. My so, trades aren't over. Okay, well, it, your but season's over. Ryan's though. the only one that responds to my trades. I bet so. If you're gonna give him Saquon, I I yeah, you didn't send me one. I sent Jesse one at eight forty-five in the morning, and he still hasn't responded to it. Jesse's cutting down trees because there was a hurricane. You did not send me a trade. I know that. Um, but you sent him. Saquon Barkley, who went healthy, is a top five running back, and he's getting healthier. You sent him Gibson, who you thought you took in the first round, and then you sent him Kenny Galladay, arguably the number one wide receiver in New York, even though he's still getting acquainted with Daniel Jones, for Austin Eckler, who maybe I'm too low on, and then fucking Cortland Sutton. Now, Eckler's legit. Sutton may have been, I guess a verdict's still out on him. I you could have asked me for Debo Samuel and Joe Mixon, and that would have peaked. That would have sparked my interest for Saquon and Gibson. I, it possibly would have. Yeah, I think you're way too low on Saquon. Saquon's coming off of an injury. He's going to get healthier, though. I mean, there's a little anger behind the trade, but I mean, you're like Ryan's the only one responding to my trades. Like I bet he even said he's like almost dropped my phone when he sent it to me. Like who's your other running back? Miles Sanders. Oh my god. <laughs> no. Yeah. He. That's what I'm saying. That's why I told everybody we shouldn't have traded with Justin. We should have just accepted that Justin's team's terrible. Who else terrible. did you have? His team just got worse. So. <laughs> His team, yeah, it did. Oh, you're like, it you're did. like me better. from like three years Don't ago. you have another running back? They're, James they're White. James, James White. White. Yeah, James White's not bad. James White's the best player on his team. Yeah. <laughs> like, he, oh God. Like, and then he has the audacity to say that his team got better. And so I was like, make that make sense. It's Saquon Barkley. It, it, Gibson, I, I would almost take Gibson over Eckler. I like Gibson. I thought I did too. And I feel like it's two weeks into the season. We're two weeks in. I feel like Gibson and Eckler are a toss-up on who Eckler, the, the scale would be tipped in Eckler's favor, but not like that. I'm talking like that. Yeah, Eckler has the ability to catch out the backfield, which makes him, Yeah, but opinion. but But Gibson, they were saying that McKissick, was eating up all of Gibson's targets. Mm-hmm. Um, or is it, it may not be, I think it's McKissick. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they said this season, like last game he had, or so far through the season, he's got one more target than Gibson. So he's getting the targets. He's just not capitalizing on them yet because we're only two games into a 17-game season. Like, I feel like you threw, the, you threw the towel in a little early on him. It's not like all of the targets out the backfield are going to McKissick. He just made the most of his mm-hmm. through two games. Questionable trade. Questionable, questionable trade. That's all I can say. All right. I got, I got, I got nothing more to say. Um, and you're trying to make more? I have to. No, you have to accept that you're done. This is why I said we shouldn't have traded with Justin at all. We should have just accepted the fact that we're in a 12-man league and we only have to worry about 11 people now. Like, it, he was done. He, he got, call it poor draft position, call it whatever you want. But it was not. It's not your year. So we Ryan somehow Ryan's got to be paying people on the side. I don't get it. He Joseph gave him his entire team. You swear to God you didn't pay him, or he didn't pay you. You yeah. couldn't pay him. 
Uh, <laughs> he didn't pay you? No. He offered you car washes or something? What'd he do? <laughs> Something's up. Even Bam said it. There's collusion. He said we're alliances. He said him and Ryan are in an alliance. What does that mean? Some some smell. I have made a trade with Ryan every single year. Yeah, you said it put you into the championship last year. You were not in the championship. Yeah, my team got hacked last year. I was, that was that year just went. What do you mean they got hacked? Yeah. Somebody change your lineup? No, no I swear. Hacked. I mean, I was playing Alec going into the playoffs, and I had to text him my login. Oh, I do remember that. Well, your lineup got set. I yeah. set it for you. You didn't text him. You texted me. I texted Alec at first, but whenever Why I... Why the hell would you text Alec? I'm the commissioner. I know, but I... I <laughs> <laughs> me and Alec were talking. And it just I was like, hey, can you please set my lineup? But anyway, I finally got into it this year. And whenever I logged into it, it was under Frank Grass. Yeah, now, okay, that makes sense. Now you're Justin Grass. I was yeah. so confused why you're Justin Grass. But there was like three, I was in three leagues, and <laughs> all of them I couldn't. So that you didn't want to change the last name, though? You just changed the first name? I Like, we thought, I think I asked you, and you were like, maybe it was because y'all used to cut grass. We were like, maybe. Like, it was, <laughs> we were confused as shit. Get a tattoo of a lawnmower. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. No, just in case he comes grass back again, the next just life, I guess. let him know, hey, okay. I kept your last name. Okay. <laughs> All right, um, let's recap last week, and then we got a pretty tough-looking uh, slate of college games this week, I will say. So I'm going to quickly go down my list, Nick will go down his, and then Justin will go down his. Rough week for you, by the way, which we'll, <laughs> I'm sure we'll get to that. Um, I had UCF minus seven. I thought that they were going to be able to do a little bit more offensively. Uh, they did not. Louisville came to play, so lost there. Alabama minus 14 and a half. I did not expect this game to go the way that it did. We also had the over 59. So luckily we hit there, but uh, Alabama, there's some question marks there, or at least they're not a powerhouse, like going to walk away with the trophy this year. Like we thought they would Uh, Penn state minus six against Auburn. Bo Nix on the road. That's all you, all you need to know. Ole Miss minus 14, the second easiest bet of the week. They absolutely slaughtered. Can't even remember who the hell they were playing, but they won by like 40. Um, Tulane. Tulane. That's right. Texas minus 26. I was on Texas last week, two weeks ago, um, against Josh's Razorbacks. Worst pick, hopefully the worst pick that I have this year. Um, They got embarrassed. Well, they came right back in-state rivalry with Rice, and Sarkeesian had to put on a show for the uh, Booster Club, and he did just that. 26-point spread, I think. It was my lock of the week as well. I think they won 59 and nothing, something around there. Uh, Boise State minus 3.5. Boise did not play well, but Boise should have still won and covered the spread. Uh, a fumble that got blown dead. They recovered it, returned it for a touchdown. Go to review. It was a fumble. Never should have got blown dead. They should have won and covered this game, but it is what it is. Uh, Fresno State plus 11 and a half. They end up winning this game outright against UCLA. I felt like UCLA was a little overrated just from, I mean, it felt like deja vu last year with LSU and Mississippi State, that whole uh, turn of events. But then I added on Twitter, like a schmuck, Oklahoma first half minus 13, and we lost that. I'm like 0 for 1,000 on the picks that I add on Twitter. Uh, but we finished 5-4 and four after a rough start on the day. Really? I mean, you take that Oklahoma pick out of there, and then uh, if Boise doesn't get screwed, we're eyeing down a 6-2. and two, But we'll take 5-4. and four. All right, Nick, go ahead and recap your day. UCF <laughs> minus 7. Malik Cunningham has a game of his life. <laughs> so all I can say about that. Pretty much. Um, Michigan State plus six and a half. Kenneth Walker to third. That's a good pick. 
Alabama minus 14 and a half. I just think I think this was just a bad game for them. I don't think Florida's will have much of a chance when they play Georgia, but um obviously I think Georgia will have the best chance out of anybody to beat Alabama. And I guess we got to look at Ole Miss now. So is Georgia the best team in the country? Um no, I'd still have Alabama there. Yeah. They got the best defense. Just because I mm-hmm. it wasn't like um Alabama to me played bad. It wasn't it Florida. It wasn't Florida it, like yeah. is that good. So um, I don't know, but we have yet to we'll we'll get to see because SEC plays ramping up. Boise State minus three and a half, like Logan told you. There was zero points scored in the second half. This was Which like the crazy. worst thing I've ever seen. Hank Bachmeyer, I love him. I love Boise. I'll, I'll bleed blue till I die. But Hank Bachmeyer has the worst pocket awareness that I've ever seen. Yeah, he will sit there and just eat a sack after sack. Like, yeah, hey, got hey. You got five blockers. Yeah. They're rushing six. That means one of them isn't going to be blocked. Maybe look over your goddamn shoulder and think, hmm, okay, pocket's probably collapsing after five seconds. Like, he will sit there all damn day and pitch a tent. Nevada, minus one and a half. Who did they play? Uh, K-State. K-State's good. They can run the ball. Nevada couldn't stop the run. Eventually it wore down, and uh, Kansas State pulled away big time in the fourth quarter. Yep. Wake Forest minus four and a half. Florida State sucks. Pretty much. That's all there is to it. Yeah. Ball State plus seven. I don't know what the hell happened to Ball State. Ball State came on the scene at the end of last year, who, won the MAC. Who'd they beat in the bowl game? It was somebody we They be- beat Buffalo in the MAC championship, and then they beat San Jose State. They yeah. beat the shit out of both of them. Yeah. So Drew Plitt's still there, the quarterback. Uh, he hasn't played well so far this season. I was expecting that to turn around against Wyoming, but it didn't. Mm-hmm. UCLA minus 10.5, Fresno's good. Yep. So, three and six on the week for Nick. Justin, go ahead and recap yours for us real quick. My fucking pen broke. Need another one? I do, if you have an extra. Yeah, Yeah, you can have this. All right. Uh, I had Cincinnati first at minus four. Um, They came back in the second half and covered Michigan State. Y'all covered that one. Covered Coastal Carolina- Squeaked out the win, but they did not cover. Bama barely won, but they did not cover. Florida State, they're terrible. I'll never pick them again. Yeah, you're on opposites there. Yeah. Um, Let's talk about your Liberty pick because you're, you're kind of getting by. You're squeaking by on some of these. Yeah, the, the half point got me on that one. Tw- yeah, how many? 27 and a half. You won by, they won by 28, right? Yep. Yeah. And then UTSA. They covered same, by a point and a thing half. Too. Yeah, they won by 13. Yeah. Um, Penn State. That was a good pick. It was a good pick. Bo, um, Bo Nix on the road. Ole Miss, minus 14. Never in doubt. Never. Uh, shout out Iverson Celestine, though. I saw him. He got a carry for yeah. positive yards. <laughs> he actually did well the week before. Like, oh, yeah. Like he had like almost 70 yards, I think. He yeah, averaged 13 like, carries. And he broke yeah. off like a 25-yard run. Yeah. So, good job. BYU was a good pick. Yeah. Should have. Well, I actually did money line that one. Um and then San Jose State. <laughs> I tried to tell you about the late pineapples. game. I woke up at three in the morning to go, like, see if they won or not. That's, They're still yeah. in the fourth quarter. No, yeah, that's like the best. Three shit minutes ever. left. That's the best shit ever. But, um, I, I love whenever I'm tired and it's a late <laughs> game and I'm like, fuck it, I'm going to sleep. And then you do you 
the sleep and pray. You yeah. go to sleep and you're like, okay, just hope. And then you wake up and you check in your phone as it's loading into the ESPN app. You're like, come on, come on, come on. And then it's either you're going to sleep fucking great or it's going to be rough falling back asleep. Uh, either way. But yeah, no, I mean, tried to warn you about Hawaii. On the road. Yeah. I mean, and I did too. Yeah, you of all people, you you were the one to first talk about. What the do pineapples. I know? <laughs> so I went five and four. Nick went three and six, and Justin went seven and four. Overall, that brings us to, and I hit my lock. Uh, Justin did not. You did not either. So, um, seventeen, fifteen, and two for me. Overall, three and one on my locks of the week. Twelve, thirteen, and one. Two and two on your locks of the week for Nick. Justin sitting at a uh, leading the pack, eighteen and eleven. And then three and one for his locks of the week. Um, all right, so let's look ahead to this week. Who wants to go first? Uh, do y'all have any games before Saturday? How about Thursday night? I let me see. We're gonna recap NFL. No, we'll do that after. Okay. You, you just you sit back oh, and relax. Sorry. All right, let it's me lead sure. you. You just got a drink. I'll lead you to the water. Um, yeah, I do. I have a Thursday game as well, and there's only one. So, so. I'll, well, let's hear it. I'll I'll let you go first, Josh. Um. So it's Marshall at App State. App State is minus seven uh, point favorites. Um, taking uh, the Mountaineers. Um, Marshall is coming off a heartbreaking loss to ECU, uh, where they're up what twenty? Was it twenty one points at one point? I believe so. In, yeah. In the second half, um, and a team in which App State absolutely dominated ECU all four quarters. Um, I think App State went by at least two touchdowns. I'm on Marshall. <laughs> I don't like it, but I mean, Marshall's good. Marshall is good, but it's what Grant Wells are you going to get? So, dude loves to turn the ball over, but when he doesn't, I mean, he looks good. He shows flashes of having extreme potential. Um, I think the difference maker in this one is going to be the chain mover in Rasheen Ali. The freshman running back is coming off a game where he had 24 carries, 189 yards, and three touchdowns in that loss, that heartbreaking loss to ECU. He's averaging uh, just over six yards a carry. So I think that will open it up for Wells and then allow him to not have to just put it all on his shoulders. Uh, they might be able to hit him in play action. So I don't love this pick. This is by no means my lock of the week, but I'm going to take Marshall getting the points here. Um, seven just feels like too many. But then again, App State has looked good. So, I mean, like you, like Josh said, they handled up on ECU. They took Miami right down to the wire in a two-point loss, and then they played a scrub team in Elon, whatever. Elon Musk. Yeah, I was about buddies. to say. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, I do like Wells. He burned us in bowl season last year, but if they can get some momentum going. I was looking at the over-under in this one as well, and it is 59. Honestly, I would kind of lean under there. I do think Wells can light it up, but – I don't know. App State, I'm not going to take. I'm not going to touch it, but I'm going to take Marshall plus seven. Y'all, Neither one of y'all are on this? No, but I was looking at this one, and the interesting thing and the interesting thing here is that, you know, both of these teams are kind of similar in the way they're, they're – where their strengths are at. For example, they both – their strongest part of their teams are is running the football. That's mm-hmm. their identity. And then uh, the defenses are pretty good as well, especially in the secondary. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing to watch out here for is um, App State hasn't been that good on third down, converting on third down, and Marshall surprisingly has been. So 
And see, that's what I was looking at. Like, it's funny you say that, but like, like Elon, they beat them 44 to 10. But if you look at the stats, they were three of 10 on third down. Like that's where it's deceiving a little bit, but yeah. So if they're not getting ahead of the chains and they're going to struggle, basically that's what that, those stats mean. And, mm-hmm. and Marshall's going to be what could be the best defense that they've played. So it's going to involve Chase Bryce making a lot of plays. I'm not sure. I like Marshall's secondary. I think that they can come up with maybe a, a turnover or two. So sounds like this is a pick you're going to add on Saturday or on. on yeah, Thursday. we'll see. <laughs> maybe you should just add it now. If I start <laughs> like doing a bunch of drugs again, then I'll probably add a bunch of losing picks. So. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not a huge fan of Chase Bryce. Um, he has looked better with App State than he did with Duke, uh, as we saw. Was it against ECU when we took him? I think it was. He made a couple, a few really nice throws in that game. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna roll the dice here with Marshall plus seven. Do any of y'all have a Friday game? I do. Do you? Do you? No. No. You go. But I'm definitely. I've been looking at them. Are you going into like, um, somewhat like conservation mode? Like, are you gonna have four plays? Yeah. I mean, granted, I, I think I only have six, but like, I got I'm, four. Some we. Oh, do you really? <laughs> But um, it's one of those weeks where I'm really close with a, a lot of other picks. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what? What's your Friday game, Justin? Is it Fresno? No. Okay. It's Ooh. also not Liberty. Okay. <laughs> well, go ahead and pick Wake Forest for us. I know. Um, Spit it out. All right. You you like that they're getting four on the road. Wake Forest. And Virginia, I'm riding with the Cavaliers at minus four. Really? Yep. Interesting. This could be a good bet. Yeah. Wake Forest is good and everything, but I don't know, man. I don't know much about them. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I haven't I haven't um had any action on them this year. So I just feel like this is Wake Forest's first true game and I don't think they're going to do well against Virginia because yeah. Virginia's, Virginia I think, is a lot better score. than Wake Forest. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I don't have too much to say on this one. Um, I'm not by any means saying that your pick is the wrong side. I, I might add Wake Forest. <laughs> Every time you bet against Wake Forest, I'll just add them. That is true. You are coming off a week where you bet you bet against them. So. You're trying to. Or catch them slipping one day. <laughs> nah, I don't know. I'm not, I'm, I'm not messing with these games. But that Liberty game is interesting. I don't know if they should be yeah, six point favorites, though. What do you? But think? I mean, if they're any good, which I think they are good, but if they are any good, they should be able to win by a touchdown. But I don't know. That's it's 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 an away game. I don't know if I see. I think they'll win. I just don't know if I can see them covering. Six feels like too many. Um. All it right. seems like a lot to be giving up a Power 5 school at at home, you know? Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's a good chance I add something on Friday because it's going to be tough for me to sit there uh, and just watch these games and not have any uh, any any plays for the day. Um, but, like, I was looking at a Fresno first half maybe, but it's like 19 and a half, and I don't know. I can't do that. So, if I do add anything on Friday, just don't take it. I, I don't – I don't – it. <laughs> I don't like it. So, um, all right, let's talk Notre Dame, Wisconsin. Are y'all on it? Yes. I'm you, not. You are? You're not? Are you, Josh? I'm not. Okay. I'll let you go first, Justin. Okay. Um, okay, okay. 
I'm going with Notre Dame plus six and a half. Really? Yeah, I like the position they're in. It's at home, um, and this is where Jack Cohn came from. So it is. Yep. I think he's gonna want to yep. go out and explode on. This this game is a neutral site. It game. is, but it no, but it, it is the team that he came from. But yes, but it's in it Chicago, is. isn't it? Well, yeah, it's a Soldier Field. Yeah, Chicago, Illinois. Yeah. It was kind of a home game for. It's closer more of a Notre to Dame than well, Wisconsin's right there too. But it's more of a home game for Notre Dame. I mean, I would think. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, it's yeah, but I guess I'm gonna be completely honest with you. I don't know where the fuck Notre Dame is. I always think <laughs> I do, and then like, is it in South Illinois? Bend, baby. Yeah, yeah, Indiana. Yeah, Wisconsin's not far though. It's yeah, not, Wisconsin no, might no. be closer. Can we get a proximity check? Wisconsin's probably. I would say Wisconsin's probably close, closer. Yeah. I mean, last year I thought Boise was in Nevada, so I could be yeah. completely wrong. Idaho. Anyways, um, yeah. Are you? Well, you're not on this. What are you? No, I'm just for? saying. Anyways, it's it's a neutral site game. Soldier yes. Field. Yes. So, um, you're looking at it from the standpoint of Jack Cone is it's like a revenge game for Jack Cone. Correct. Um, I'm on Wisconsin. I was on him five and a half, but it's now six and a half. I believe I'll still take Wisconsin. Um. Revenge game for Jack Cohn. He said it's going to be weird playing. He's like, he's already making like weird comments. Like, mm. what do you mean it's going to be weird? You want to go out there and shove your foot down their throat. Yeah, I don't like that. I think this is going to be the Graham Mertz, which he sucks, but this is going to be a good opportunity to show why Jack Cohn is no longer here. So the biggest thing in this is Notre Dame hasn't showed me anything. Um, they should have lost to Toledo. Did they lose to Florida State? Mm-mm. No, but they should. They almost near, did. Yeah, overtime. they damn near did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. McKenzie Milton, all that. So they have not looked good. Wisconsin's defense has looked like a fucking powerhouse. So Jack Cohn cannot – he's worse than Ian Book passing. So I don't think that he is going to be able to move the chains on third down. Wisconsin's damn good. If they can get the run game going, which obviously I know Notre Dame has Kyron Williams. Uh, I don't it – is, it is a lot of points. But like I said, I liked it better at five and a half. I could see him winning by six, but at six and a half, I'm still going to take the Badgers here. I don't think if anybody's going to know how to stop Jack Cohn and what he doesn't want to see, uh, it's going to be Paul Christ. So I'm going to take, I'm going to take uh, Wisconsin here. I think Notre Dame's defense is off to an uncharacteristically bad start, and Wisconsin's D is just too damn good. So Notre Dame last five games one and four against the spread. Wisconsin in their last seven non-conference games six and one against the spread, and also four and one in their last five following a win. Against the spread. What is the uh, over under here? 47? It 46 is. and a half. Damn, I'm good. I see 47. Yeah. So I wouldn't bet it because I just totally guessed. <laughs> that means I basically should start a book. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, we're on opposite sides there. Um, yeah. I mean, Notre Dame does normally have a good defense, but. I mean, Toledo was able to put up 29 on them, 38 from Florida State. They played a shitty Purdue team. They just haven't really been showing me a ton. But then again, on the offensive side of the ball, neither has Wisconsin. Um, but they did look – yeah, no, they haven't. I, I can't I can't find a, really a positive from Graham Mertz. But if he if he if there's ever a chance to show that he's got the arm talent that everybody was talking about, now's the time and prove why Jack Cohn is no longer there. So give me the Badgers. All right, give me your first Saturday game. LSU at Mississippi State. Okay, going with uh, the Bulldogs? You know I have to. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) no, LSU has looked good to start, hasn't looked good to start the season, but uh, I think they picked it up and they found a little bit of a rhythm against um, Central Michigan last week. 
So basically, I'm rolling with the Tigers, and I ain't even scared. This is going to be my lock of the week, LSU minus two and a half. I was strongly considering making this my lock of the week as well. Um, Mike Leach likes to air it out. We have the best corners in the nation. Uh, Jay Ward's coming back at safety. Um, I like the Tigers a lot in this one as well. I feel like just like last year, we we started out shitty, and then we kind of got it going a little bit. And this is they're going to remember what Mississippi State did last season uh, just to start the year. So, uh, yeah, I like LSU a lot in this one as well. I considered making it my lock of the week, but I'm not going to go that far. But only two and a half points, I'll take the Tigers as well. Are either one of y'all on this? Yeah, I'm on this game. I mean, if you look if you look back at the UCLA game with LSU, they really – the linebackers will really hurt them that mm-hmm. game off the play action, you know, play action pass. Um Meanwhile, Mississippi State's an air raid offense. You're not going to be looking at a lot of play action because they don't run, you know, run the ball. Um, so I definitely think LSU wins this game. Yeah, by a touchdown, if not more. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I like I said, I was really close to making this my lock of the week. Um, Mississippi State's look like shit. They should have lost the Tech. I don't know how Tech let them come back in and win that game. So, are you on this one, Justin? I am not. Okay. Um, another one that I feel pretty good about on Saturday. Indiana at Western Kentucky. Western Kentucky is nine-point underdogs. Bailey Zapp, Zappe, don't know how you pronounce it, but he can toss the ball all over the field, completing 74.7% of his passes for 859 yards, 10 touchdowns, and two interceptions. The Hilltoppers love to air it out, first in the country in passing, 12th in the nation in offense as a whole. Indiana has not looked good this year. I don't know what's really going on with Penix Jr. I, obviously, I know he tore his ACL. Uh, they were – I think it was Ohio State. They gave Ohio State a pretty big run for their money last year, right? And, yeah, I mean, have not looked very good this year, in my opinion. Um, off to a really bad start offensively. So, nine points feels like too many in this one. I'm going to take the Hilltoppers, plus nine. Are they at home? They are at home, yes. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. What? Why, you think it should be more if it was? Yeah. But, know. um... They Only can, because I think Indi- Indiana can run it. So, I mean, if they lean on that, who who knows what can happen. But Western Kentucky has the offense to um, come back at any time because mm-hmm. they scored three touchdowns in 10 minutes against Army. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Yeah. So. So, yeah, no, I mean, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But I feel like nine points is too many there. So, give me the Hilltoppers. And then give me your next one, Josh. Don't touch on uh, Arkansas and A&M, though. We'll do that one last. So, I uh, actually have – this is a 1 o'clock game. Um, it's going to be San Jose State at Western Michigan. Uh, Western Michigan is three-point favorites. I'm taking Western Michigan. Um, they're coming off an impressive win against Pittsburgh. And San Jose State, you know, they're used to that Cali weather. Mm-hmm. Not going to be used to that Michigan weather. And I also can't vote uh, – I can't pick uh, – what you call it? Next time. Yep. <laughs> just I can't I can't bet on the hometown hero. I can't do it. After hey, what I went through with him, I can't do it. He pulled through for us week one. Um or was it week zero? Yeah, no, I mean I was looking at that one. That's probably that's probably a good bet, but I don't know. I feel like there's just too many questions. I haven't I haven't watched San Jose State enough and I feel like there's question marks over there. But yeah, no, I mean Western Michigan has looked pretty solid. I've been keeping an eye on them a little bit. So yeah, no, I I like that pick. Justin, give me your next one. Um, I have an 11 o'clock game, and I'm going with Army minus 8.5 over Miami of Ohio. You love Army. Yeah, I've been on them. Love them. Nick, are you on Army? No. No? You love Army, too. 
I'm done. Done <laughs> done with Army. Um Okay. Let's see. I have two more if you count the Arkansas AM game. I'm taking Clemson minus ten against NC State. Uh, Clemson's defense has been damn good. DJ, DJ Ungalele has looked like trash. I did feel like I said coming into this year that I feel like this is going to be the beginning of the demise of Clemson. I don't think that he is up to par with the top quarterbacks in the nation, but I think he's good enough to beat NC State by 10. They're coming off of a game against Georgia Tech, a conference game, a team that normally does play them close, honestly. But – Dabo's starting to hear the the chirping a little bit. I think they come out and they make a statement against NC State and win by 17 points at least. What? Ukulele's got more suits than completions. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm on Clemson too. Are you? Yeah. And just basically for everything you said. I don't know if Ukulele's going to figure it out, but Clemson's defense, man, that's one of the better ones in the country. So I yeah. don't care really. They're playing a team like NC State. Not that good of a team, let's be honest. And um, I I just don't know how many points they'll be able to score. Yeah, no, I mean, NC State's played USF, and they beat them 45 to nothing. USF is trash, terrible. Uh, Do they sell Charlie Strong? I don't don't think so. Okay, because they suck. Mississippi State, they lost by 14 points, and we we know Mississippi State's not good. And then Furman, they beat 45 to 7. So they haven't played anybody. They haven't beaten anybody. Uh, Clemson held Georgia to 10 points and was in a battle the entire game. And then Georgia Tech, they held them to eight points. So if the offense could get going just even a little bit, then they'll run away with this game. So the defense is that good. It's the real deal. I I think they win this game easily. So this is actually my lock of the week, by the way. Forgot to add that in there. Clemson? Yeah. Clemson minus 10 is my lock of the week. Um, All right. Is that that was your last one? No, I have one more. You have one more other right. than the. All right, give me the one other than Arkansas A and M. Kansas State at Oklahoma State under forty six. That's what I'm betting. Okay. Two teams that love to run the football. They're re- they're effective at it. Um, they got the quarterback that likes to run too. Yeah, Thompson. and they're also teams He's that out for the year. Oh shit! Didn't yeah, know that. but they're run the. I mean, he didn't play against. No. Um. Last week. It's um, one of the reasons why I bet Nevada. against them. It didn't turn out well. It's just because Kansas State can run the football, and uh, they're effective at it. Oklahoma State, that's all that they're good at. And I think both of these teams, the defenses are pretty good in the red zone. So I'm going to go with the under 46. Okay. Um. Yeah, unrelated to that, um, you saw that Charlie Brewer left Utah already? Yes, gone. I did see that. Said see you later. He lost the Holy War, and then I don't know what happened the next week, but I don't think it went well. They said see you later. Kicked him out. They kicked him. <laughs> I guess. I mean, <laughs> unless he wanted to leave. Um, I thought that was interesting, though. All right, Justin, how many more do you have other than the uh, Arkansas A&M game? Well, um, I do not have that game, but I do have three left. <laughs> okay. Um, give me one of them. Um, got UL versus Georgia Southern. I'm going with UL minus 14. Okay. Big Levi Lewis guy? Nope. Okay. Well. But I am this week. Are you a fan of their punter? (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) All right, Josh, give me another one. How many more do you have outside of? So I have three more. Okay. Not counting A&M and Arkansas. Okay, well, this is going to be you and Justin. Justin just firing picks off back and forth because we're out. So 
this is a nice little SEC ACC matchup. Mm-hmm. Um, Missouri at Boston College. Missouri's one and a half point favorites. Basically, a pick them. I'm taking Missouri. Okay. Um, yeah. Boston I, College I literally has not played anybody. Um, I think the best team they've beaten is Temple. Yep. They beat Temple twenty eight to three. And Temple lost sixty two to fourteen to Rutgers. So. Rutgers is solid. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, Rutgers is but 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 yeah, no, that's that's an embarrassing loss. And uh, I just think Missouri has a better team Mm -hmm. overall. So I who who, they're playing at in Boston College. They're playing Boston College. Basilak's been fucking lighting it up for for uh, Missouri. Yeah, Drinkowitz, man, guys, App State misses him a little bit, but. This might be this is an interesting pick because I was even asking myself today. I was like, I wonder who's Missouri's playing. It's like, why is the spread so low though? I I get because they're on the road at at Boston College, but I would feel like there should be more. Yeah, or I, I feel like Missouri should be favored almost. Like you said, Boston College hasn't played anybody. Which, granted, Missouri hasn't really either. The best team that they did play was I mean Kentucky. Looking at Boston College's quarterback, he's ex- attempted nineteen passes all season. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. And it's not like they run the ball a lot. And their best running back has a tw- 124 yards rushing. So. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, actually, I mean, yeah, the spread's probably right. The spread. Yeah, and they are favored. I don't know what I was looking at. Um, That'll be interesting. That'll be one to definitely keep an eye on for further games down the line. Mm-hmm. But are you on this one, Justin? No, I was looking at it for a while, but okay. I, I decided to stay away. Okay, give me your next one. My next one is Michigan State versus Nebraska, and I'm taking the Spartans at minus five. Mm-hmm. You came in talking about this one. Um, Actually, that was me. <laughs> oh, wait, that's right. That was Josh. Okay. Um, yeah, so five-point favorites, Michigan State at home against Nebraska. Obviously, we saw what happened with Nebraska um, when they played fucking Oklahoma. It, no, Illinois. Oh, yeah. Um, somehow pull that off. Or, oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. They, they shit that one away. And when we were on Nebraska, and then they go on, beat Fordham. Obviously, they killed them. Buffalo twenty eight to three, and then gave Oklahoma a game. So they should have they should have won and covered against Illinois. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, you've you I haven't seen Michigan State like y'all have. So you've been on them. What feels like every week. Yeah, and I'm not a big um, Martinez fan either. I don't think he's that good. I think Scott Frost is canned by the end of the year. Yeah, I mean, we said going into this that this was his. Uh, Make or break a year, and you said they were going to be top top twenty team. <laughs> Wait, what? You did, hundred <laughs> percent. Oh, yeah, you said in between like twenty and twenty three. Yeah, like, <laughs> you didn't say top oh twenty five. You said like yeah. Um. All right, so yeah, this is an interesting game because Michigan State's quarterback hasn't impressed me either. So you said uh, you said hasn't impressed you. No, they 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 have athletes on the, on the field uh-huh. at wide receiver and at running back. So a lot of what they do is get the ball outside, get the ball in playmakers' hands, and let them yeah. make plays. So you know, if they face a tough defense that's disciplined and a good tackling defense, then I don't know if he has the ability to hang in the pocket and stretch a ball downfield and outside the numbers to make plays and convert on third down. So it'll be interesting to see what happens this week against Nebraska. Yeah. Okay. Josh, give me your next one. Um, so, yeah, I was on minus five Michigan State as well with Justin. Oh, um, are you? Okay. Yeah. And then also I have a little late night 
Pac-12 action. Uh-oh. Arizona at Oregon. Oregon minus 28 and a half. Arizona's coming off an embarrassing FCS loss um, to, I think, what was it, Northeastern State? Yeah, in NAU or some shit. Northern Arizona or yeah. something like that. Yep, that's who it was. Um, I have Oregon winning this by like 50. I mean, yeah, Oregon's look damn good, I, I mean, will say. I think they're the third best team in the country right now besides Alabama and Georgia, I would say. I was looking at – um. Yeah, and I mean they're and yeah, and they're they got the rank to back that up too, top three. Um I was looking at first half potentially for this. I was just about to ask that. Uh full game, like Josh said, twenty and a half. I don't know, I haven't looked, but I was uh, thinking about it in my head. Um that'd be something to keep an eye on, depending on how the day goes. You're figuring <laughs> it's a rough day, you're trying to find something. I'll definitely have that one uh sitting in my back pocket as a potential bet to place. So but yeah, the Ducks are the real deal, and Arizona's look like shit. So I, I like that pick. I think, I think that's a good pick. Justin, give me your next one. Um, this is my last one, and uh, I'm going with North Carolina minus twelve and a half over Georgia Tech. Really? Yeah. After the game they just gave Clemson. Wait, what? After the game Tech just gave Clemson. Yeah, yeah. I got. It. I'm getting back on the North Carolina. Yeah, I can't do it. I I, I want to do it. I want to do it, but I can't do it. Um, but all right, yeah, six thirty. It's gonna. I hate when the games on the ACC network. That shit aggravates me so bad. What? I don't. Ha- I don't think I have the ACC network. I think it's like something you have to like subscribe to. I haven't. Do you? I don't think I do. I don't have Pac twelve network. I don't know. I'll have to go check. Three three fifteen. Maybe I just always have assumed. Channel three fifteen. We need yeah, to all just get a different conference and yeah. just share. Yeah, our that's not a bad idea. <laughs> um. All right. Do you have another one before A and M Arkansas? Nope. Okay. So, obviously, outside of Wisconsin and Notre Dame, this is the biggest game of the week. You're going to be there, right? Yes, sir. Okay, so Josh is going to support his team at Jerry's World. Um, definitely got to go check out the Star when you're in Dallas. It's cool. It's a Cowboys like practice facility, and they got all these restaurants and shit. It's a cool little area. Um, all right, so I'm, I'm definitely interested. I already know which side you're going, but we'll let you break it down first. Texas A&M versus Arkansas A&M is five-and-a-half-point favorites in Dallas, 2.30 p.m. on Saturday. Which side are you taking and why? All right, so, um, you know, I just want to say Texas A&M played, uh, was it New Mexico last yep. week? Yep. They played right before Arkansas and Rice, so I decided to scout out the enemy a little bit. Um, <laughs> I will say the score did not show the actual result of that game. Um, you know, Air, New Mexico's defensive line was always getting pressure on, you know, uh, Texas A&M's quarterback. I don't know how to pronounce his name. I don't care. <laughs> um, and he, whenever he was on the pressure, he looked, you know, uh, erratic. Yeah, yeah, erratic. Um, he did not look comfortable in the pocket. Uh, he can't, he can't move on his feet. He's a pocket passer. So I think if Arkansas, you know, can keep applying pressure, I think we win this outright but either way i'm taking us plus five and a half okay nick which side are you on you're gonna make me go first i am <laughs> i don't i don't i really i'm kind of undecided also, also still. this is my big easy bet of the week. <laughs> <laughs> shocker all right i want to hear are, are you like confident in yours or no okay well let me hear what you have to say 
I'm gonna be completely honest. Or just with let you. me know which way you're leaning because I'm like I'm so leaning A and M. I'm gonna be honest. Josh ain't gonna want to hear it. I'm leaning A and M because of the defense, and I like their running backs. But I, I mean, I don't know. I, I maybe I'm not high enough on Arkansas's quarterback. Which Josh, you can fill me in a little bit more on him. Um, we saw him obviously, or I did against Texas. He ran all over Texas. It felt like at least. K.J. Jefferson is completing 61% of his passes, 632 yards, four touchdowns, two interceptions. I mean, what is your what is your honest opinion of K.J. Jefferson? You know, he's a, he's a run-first run quarterback. Um, he's better throwing the ball on the run than he is throwing in the pocket. Mm-hmm. And he can be, you know, he's very... Flash in a pan, like boomer bust type plays. Yes. He'll, he'll, I mean, his deep ball is like, I think he's like 70% on his deep balls this year. Yeah. But it's his, you know, intermediate shit. Sl- a slant throws mm-hmm. like he he throw it at the wide receiver's feet, um, <laughs> and it, it happens quite a few times. Okay, so let me ask you this: If you could have your pick between KJ Jefferson or Felipe Franks, who would you take? I just think KJ Jefferson brings more to, you know, to the field with his feet because I mean he can make something out of nothing. Like so I've y- seen him where every single wide receiver is covered down the field mm-hmm. and then he gets 15 yards with his feet because yeah. he's hard to break down. I mean, he's a big boy. Yep. Built like a tight end. So um, you so you'd rather him over Felipe. I think Franks is the better quarterback overall. Which one? I would you I'd, I'd rather <laughs> you I'd rather, rather KJ. I'd rather KJ, yes. Okay. I feel like that might be a little bit of because that's who they have currently, but No, it's it's really not. I think with Franks, there was last year he took so many sacks, mm-hmm. and it was it was just hard to watch. And I know he was a great, uh, you know, pocket passer, but with KJ, he can just if the uh, you know they got six men coming, he can come running up the middle for a yeah. five six yard game and turn it into something. So I think that's why I like him more, and he's better. He's a better college quarterback in my opinion than. Franks is yeah no and, and I mean I feel like y'all have the best receiver in this game and Traylon Burks um but I like Spiller out the backfield for the Aggies the biggest question mark yeah is is um Calzada at the quarterback position for the Aggies but I feel like the Aggies far and away have the better defense um maybe not far and away because Arkansas defense did look pretty damn good against Texas um but yeah, yeah, I mean, A&M's defense is kind of untested. The last time we've seen them yeah. tested was against North Carolina. Yeah, but coming in, that was like supposed to be – that was the hype around them was their defense. So, I mean, they just haven't played anybody yet, but they've given up 17 points all year. So, five – not even six points given up a game on average. So, I don't – I don't know. Like I said, I don't love either side of this. Um we are going to be doing a live stream for this game, so you'll be able to uh, – obviously, we're not super confident on our bet, but you could either decide to tail or fade us and tune into the live stream as we watch the game and uh, sweat out our bets. But so are you officially going with A&M? No, not yet. Okay, well, let me let me talk. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I think both of these teams – you know, you look at the statistics, they run the ball, and then I think both of these teams play good defense. But honestly, I just think A&M's a little bit better in both those categories. Uh, the big question for Texas A&M is, is they're at quarterback. Their starter went down. 
against Colorado with a lower leg injury. Mm-hmm. Cracked it. Going to be out a couple weeks. Not good. The replacement hasn't been that good, but um, I guess he hasn't been as bad bad enough to lose him games yet. Zach Calzada. Uh, Texas A&M, the name of their game is they they run the ball and they stay ahead of the chains to make manageable third down conversions. Uh, I mean, that's what they're good at. The biggest problem for Arkansas, I think, is on third and six or less against the pass, Arkansas has given up first downs on nine of 11 plays of that type. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they're, they're giving up against the pass, you know, short yardage. They're not good against that. Um, for Arkansas to have a chance, they're going to need their quarterback to play the best game of his life. They're going to need Kendall Broads to dial up probably a trick play. And my head's telling me to take A&M, but my heart's telling me to take Arkansas. I'm going with my heart here. <laughs> Arkansas plus five and a half. Mm-mm-mm. Shit. I just I don't trust A&M's. If it was the starter, you know, you probably got to roll with A&M. But I don't trust this. But I think, like Josh said, if 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 they get pressure on him, he he hasn't been good enough to me to 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 complete the short intermediate plays to convert on third down. Talking about Calzada. Yeah. Okay. Um, Can I add something, Logan, to maybe yes. sway your decision? Yeah. Well, before you do that, keep that in your head. But, I mean, are we doing that just solely of what they did to Texas, that pick? Because, I mean, against well, Rice, think- they beat Rice 38-17, and we just saw Texas beat the dog shit out of Rice. So, and then Georgia Southern 45-10, to 10, but Georgia Southern sucks. So, you already said about the Georgia schools. Um so I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't think Colorado's that bad, but they're not great. But yeah, I mean, only winning ten to seven is alarming. Is that was the game that their starter got hurt? Yeah. Okay. So, so I mean, he comes in without having any yeah. type of reps at with the with the first team probably and stuff like that. So. Yeah. Yeah. You so, don't expect them to light it up in that one. Yeah, and then thirty four nothing against New Mexico. As Josh was just saying, didn't look great with the pressure on him. Um, but box score, 19 to 33, 275, three touchdowns and a pick. That was against New Mexico? Yeah. Three touchdowns. Three touchdowns and a pick. New Mexico's defense isn't anything. No. No. I don't know the pick. Was it a tip ball? That's something I need to know. I should have <laughs> yeah, looked into that. Um, all right, Josh. This was such a hard one to pick. It's really hard. But this is the live stream. This is uh, – this is what we're going to get. So try to sway me, Josh. And I'm not necessarily on A&M, but I'm certainly leaning A&M. So I know we were talking about how they beat Colorado 10-7. to Uh-huh. Did y'all see what Minnesota did to Colorado? Uh, I did not, but was this pre or post uh, Ibrahim, the running back towards post. Achilles? It was after him? Okay. It was post. But anyways, Minnesota beat them uh, 34-0. Okay. I mean, and I just, I just think – Honestly, in all, if if Haynes King was playing, I'd probably fade this game. You'd be worried, but yeah, that's what I, that's the way I feel. But, but I just I think with it's, I mean, we've lost nine nine games in a row to A and M. Really, it's time to snap the streak. This is the year of the hog. I know there. that. <laughs> this is the year of the hog. Is it? This is. We thought that last year though with Felipe. Who did they, who did Felipe? Well, beat? they opened against Georgia. Yeah, I mean, and let's be honest, they should have covered that game. But I do remember that there that, was some bad luck. Oh, I was so mad that about that game. Okay, but but I so, mean, I just think I just think like 
we've just looked so much better in every aspect aspect of the game, except for maybe throwing the ball. I mean, I, our defensive line is a hundred times better this year. We're, I, I think we're only giving up what three yards per carry. I believe, yeah. Um, and I mean, we played. It's not like we played any slouch running back. We played against uh, was it uh, what's Texas running back's name? Bijan Robinson. Yes, Damn I mean good. he's probably one of the top running backs yeah. in the he's, country. He's the best. He's He's extremely good, yeah. A lot of people consider Spiller, Isaiah Spiller, as oh, maybe the yeah. best, but I don't know. I just, it's, I've seen, I'm Who's, telling you, I was watching that. I do with Robinson over him. Who does Isaiah Spiller play for? A&M. Yeah. You're saying they consider Isaiah Spiller the best running back in the country? Yeah, many people do. Interesting. So he plays in this game. Yeah. Um. But, I mean, that's, look, you're talking about, you know, you, you put another player behind A&M's line, and there will be successful too. So it's like hard to judge how good a running back is because it, running the football is more than just what yeah, you need type other of talent to, you, yeah, you, you have. Need, yeah, you got to rely so, on other people as well. But, okay, so the starter goes down against Colorado, 10-7. Kid comes in, not expecting to play, throw him his helmet, get out there and try to make something happen. He doesn't. Then he comes in against New Mexico. He's just kind of getting his feet wet, not a great completion percentage, three touchdowns and a pick, almost 300 yards. You said New Mexico. I haven't seen New Mexico. You said their defense is not good. How do we know that he's not just getting a little more and more comfortable? I mean, this is going to be a huge environment, 100,000 people in the sta- in the stadium. Um, I'm sure Arkansas travels well. It's essentially a home game for A&M. Um, it's going to be the the most intense environment of his college, his short college career. Just the A&M defense it worries me so bad. But Arkansas's defense, for them to hold – Texas to only 256 yards. Texas, to me, the strength of their team is certainly their offense. Yeah, I mean, that is a good point. They what? held Hudson Card to 61 yards passing. I mean, yeah, but these then statistics his are, benched, but yes. are just like... To me, Texas's Arkansas is a harder... I mean, Texas's offense... A&M might look like they're having success, but this game is going to be close. I, I think even if they are doing what they want and they're successful, I just don't know if I can see them pulling away in this one. Not with the, not with the quarterback they have. No, yeah, I mean they haven't shown us anything. So to so, me, I I really do. I do think that this could, game could come down to a trick play. Okay, but do you think that Arkansas is going to have the success rushing the ball on A and M like they did against Texas? Because that opens stuff up for KJ. Yeah, well, it's, well, he rushed the ball successfully. Their running backs did as well. well Let's see, seven yards per rush against three hundred thirty-three yards. Yeah, they had over three hundred yards rushing. We had six rush. Uh, now Texas's rush defense isn't the best out there, but because no, you, I don't think you, that they're going to have the same success against Texas as I mean against Texas A&M as they did against Texas. But because if you look at his passing, though, he went fourteen for nineteen, one hundred thirty-eight yards in an interception. And you want me to back this guy? But that, <laughs> against that A&M's inter- that better interception defense? was a great play, by the way. But still, and if he. It's just, I, it was just because they, it, it would have been interesting to see Texas be able to stop the run, and then they have to rely on him and from the pocket or rolling out of the pocket, whatever. Re- rely on his arm as not so much as his legs, which he averaged over seven yards a carry. Uh, Smith, what's his first name? Traylon Smith. Yeah, he almost averaged seven, or he made yeah twelve carries for seventy five yards and a touchdown. Uh, Green at seven for sixty seven. Sanders had eight for fifty. Johnson had six for forty-four. The whole damn the they probably did a trick play with the damn kicker and he got forty yards. They ran everybody was averaging over ten yards a carry, it feels like. So 
are they going to be able to do that against A&M? No, I, I don't think, think that they, I don't think that they'll have the same amount of success. Maybe they can't. I think they can, but if I, you know, I had a bet on it, I'd say no. But what's the reason why I ultimately lean Arkansas and I go against, you know, a lot of these statistics is because of the defense. And if they can get A&M behind the chains, which means that uh, if they get sacks on first down or, or hold the running game, then it's going to be hard for A&M's quarterback to me to, to be able to – This is such a fucking hard game to pick. Just five and a half points here. I mean, A&M's a good team. I think they're, quite frankly, one of the more overrated teams in the, in the country. They're ranked seventh. I don't think that they belong mm-hmm. up there. Um, and we'll find out because SEC play is starting. So the reason why I took Texas was because I felt like they were going to be able to make Jefferson throw from the pocket or at least get pressure on him and not. I wasn't expecting them to get ran on for over three hundred yards. So it's like it's it makes me feel like the same way if 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 A and M can force him to throw. But I'll defer to y'all for this one. Um, I'll take your word for it, Josh. Just no. So I'll take the Razorbacks. If they don't cover, I'll never I'll never I'll never take <laughs> your word for it again. I'm not saying you can't come back, but I'll never take your word for it again. I'm worried. I'm just gonna let everybody Oh, I'm know. scared. I'm so worried. I Ah, <laughs> uh, God. I we'll see what happens. But yeah, I'll take the Razorbacks. I'll take the Razorbacks plus five and a half. Um I hope you feel good about this, Josh. I do. Because I'm going to I'm gonna. If I didn't feel good about this, this, I wouldn't be going to the game. That's a good point, but I don't know that I believe that. Um, I feel like you would go to the game even if you oh, felt like me, just wouldn't. for the what if. Um, all right, so give me the Razorbacks plus five and a half. Justin, are you hopping on this? I am not. Come on, man. Take the Razorbacks. I know. Good Lord. Bitch. Can we have a, con- <laughs> can we have a <laughs> go consensus? Ahead, go ahead. Take Texas A&M. I dare you. Oh, God. Please, Texas again. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> All right. Um, I don't have any more college picks. Y'all are good? I'm good. Okay, I'm going to recap mine. Nick can reca- recap his, Justin, then Josh. All right, I'm taking Wisconsin. I got it at 5.5, but it's actually 6.5 now, so give me the Badgers minus 6.5. Give me LSU minus 2.5 uh, against Mississippi State. Give me the Hilltoppers of Western Kentucky plus 9. Give me Arkansas plus 5.5. Give me Clemson. Minus 10, my lock of the week, and then I'll take Marshall plus 7 against App State. I have LSU minus 2.5. It's my lock of the week. Go Tigers. <laughs> I have Clemson minus 10. Is that, I, why you, is that why you were smirking before you <laughs> gave that pick out? <laughs> I have Kansas State at Oklahoma State under 46. And the big play of the week, we'll be streaming this one live. Arkansas plus 5.5 against A&M. If Arkansas wins... Uh, okay, if they cover, I'll be super happy. But if they win outright, I'm going to sprinkle on the money line. And if they win outright, I'll buy some Arkansas merch. So, I want to oh. get one of those hauls. Yeah, I was just honestly, <laughs> I swear to God, that was in my head of like what I was thinking. I but one. I figured I, I would just settle for like a T-shirt or something. So does the loser have to wear the hog? Um, what do you mean loser though? We're all, we don't we're all on it. All <laughs> How many hogs do we have? Ah, okay. I got one. That's all. I thought there was one. If you want to hop in here? I'll, I'll bring you the. Yeah, why don't you take A and M? Put a friendly wager on it. Nah. No. <laughs> no. God, can y'all? Okay, never mind. I was gonna say y'all want to all hop on Arkansas. I'll consider anyone just for friendly ra- wager uh, purposes. But no, I'm I'm rolling with the Hawks. Um. All right, give me your picks, Justin. 
I got Virginia minus four against Wake Forest. Uh, Army minus eight and a half versus Miami of Ohio. My lock of the week is Notre Dame plus six and a half versus Wisconsin. Uh, UL minus 14 over Georgia Southern. Michigan State minus five versus Nebraska. North Carolina minus 12 and a half versus Georgia Tech. And I will be adding whenever it comes out, but probably the Coastal Carolina first half spread Dude against UMass. Coastal Carolina. Even after last week, huh? Yes. I told you not going to cover every week. But they'll cover this week. It's it's It gets to the point where it's like those spreads are so inflated. Yeah, no, it is. They at some point, yeah. it's going to be the smart bet will be just a bet against them, even though they're a good team, but they're just going to be. I know, but that's so hard to do. Um, But, yeah, no, I mean, I get, I get what you're saying. I, of course, wanted to take Boise this week against Utah State, but I'm not going to because, honestly, I don't know why I'm not. Uh, something's wrong. But well, it's because they are. They're not what they used to be. They, I mean, I would Yeah, we all stayed away far. from our uh, our true teams. This week. Yeah. No, I mean, I trust me, I wanted to. But, and normally, but it's at Utah State, I believe. It's not on the blue turf. The powers aren't there, even though it doesn't fucking matter anymore. Dude, they had the game. <laughs> the yeah. powers were there. and the, Don't even get me started on the officials, because in the NFL, this is, this is getting out of hand. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah, that's we'll touch on that. That's for a conversation for another day. Um, But, yeah, Boise owns Utah State. So, don't be shocked when Boise beats Utah State by... 35 points, uh, but I'm not going to take it this week. Josh, give me your picks for the week. So I got an App State uh, minus seven against Marshall Thursday night. Um, I have LSU minus two and a half at Mississippi State. Uh, Missouri minus one and a half at Boston College. Uh, Western Michigan minus three at home against San Jose State. Uh, Michigan State minus five against Nebraska. Oregon minus 28 and a half against Arizona. And then I have Arkansas plus five and a half against Texas A&M. By Big Z Bet of the Week. All righty. There you go. Um, all right. Before we move on to our NFL recap and our NFL picks for the week, Big Easy Bets is brought to you by Prediction Strike. Do you wish you could have uh, do you wish you could have stock in your favorite athletes like Tyree Killer, Alvin Kamara? Prediction Strike brings that idea to life. Prediction Strike is the only performance-based sports stock market where you can buy and sell shares of professional athletes. If you have a good feeling on a player on this week, go ahead. Log in, download Prediction Strike, use the promo code BIGEASYBETS, a deposit of $20 or more, and they will match a free stock of your choice and a player of your choosing. Meaning if you think that Alvin Kamara is going to bounce back after a rough week in Carolina and he's going to go play against the Patriots and light it up, go buy some stock in Alvin Kamara. Uh, Simply download the new easy-to-use app or sign up at PredictionStrike.com. As I said, use the code BIGEASYBETS to... receive one free athlete share with your first deposit of $20 or more. We've already downloaded it, put my promo code in. I'm eyeing down who I'm taking for the week. And, uh, I mean, you can either big easy bets, put that free play on Jameis Winston. Exactly. It's a bounce back week. Um, you think Sean Payton following the worst offense performance of the Sean Payton era with the saints is not going to come back and light it up in Foxborough, you got another thing coming. So maybe go buy some Marquez, uh, some Marquez Callaway because I'm sure that's going for like 30 cents right now. So you could uh, go rags to riches with that. So, all right, let's recap NFL. Justin, move your head for me. Uh, I'm going to go down the line. Thursday night, I had Giants plus three and a half. My lock of the week was the Patriots minus six. Easiest bet of all time. So to date to the in the NFL, Zach Wilson, rookie quarterback versus Bill Belichick, never goes well. He threw four interceptions, three in the first half. Uh, Titans, plus five and a half. Uh, 
it looked rough in the first half, but then Derrick Henry decided to uh, run out of his mind in the second half. So they end up winning, I believe, outright. Yep, in overtime. Yeah, plus five and a half point underdogs. Like Nick said, went outright in overtime. Then I added, again, like a schmuck, just like in college, I added the Chiefs minus three and a half. They had it in the bag, it looked like. Clyde fumbled. Patrick Mahomes uh, throws some dumbass passes sometimes. Minus three and a half, they lose outright to Lamar and the Ravens. So I went three and one on the week, but I did hit on my lock of the week. Nick, how did your week go? Do I have to? (laughs) (laughs) Giants at the football team Uh under 40 and a half. They scored 59. Eagles plus three and a half. This was my lock of the week against the 49ers. The Eagles started off strong, but they uh, couldn't finish in the red zone, so mm-hmm. they lost 17-11. to 11. I should have bet the under there. <laughs> and they, Saints and you did minus the old, three. Uh, you did the old tweet out some games. Yeah, let's go for Ofer with the tweet, all right? <laughs> Saints minus three. Well, yeah, we I all mean, know how that yeah. went. I mean, let's not even talk about it. Yeah. Chargers minus three. All right, here we go. I got I got a gripe here because <laughs> in the two games the Cowboys played against the Buccaneers and the Chargers, against the Buccaneers, the Buccaneers were penalized 11 times for 106 yards. That affects a game big time. Yep. The Chargers were penalized 12 times for 99 yards. It's like these taunting penalties and all these other bullshit penalties, this is just another way for the referees to have an impact on a game. Have, and to me, you you got to worry about you know what the coaches do, what the players do, and then what the referees do. Yeah, That's the three big aspects of betting the NFL. Have they been calling a lot of the taunting penalties? Yeah, they called one on Keenan Allen. I see. I didn't, I, we were coming back from oh, the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, I right, didn't, didn't really get to watch. So um, I haven't really. Oh, and then Jer- not to mention Jared Cook scored a game winning touchdown. I did see that. I and it was that. an illegal motion. He wasn't set when uh, Herbert called called for the yeah, snap. I did see that. And then he got a taunting penalty on a play that he didn't even score a touchdown. Like, shit doesn't even make any damn sense, dude. <laughs> it was fourth and 28. And like, they were fourth and goal. They mm-hmm. were 20, 30 yards away from the goal line. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so the Chargers went to the red zone four times and scored once. Yeah, not good. Is that uh, And they only managed to lose by a 56-yard field goal. How much is that? Yeah, no. At one Sir point Lauren. in this game, Herbert completed 15 passes in a row. Really? So that's what I was going to say. How much is it the Cowboys' defense or the Chargers' just inability? To, they just stalled nah, in the red they, zone. No, they, they stalled, dude. Um. And then the Chiefs minus three and a half. We all know. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, this one, this is directed towards you and your aggravating fiance and your annoying little brother. Um, have you ever heard of protecting a football? You're up by 11. What are you doing just throwing it while you're falling to the ground? You ever heard of taking the sack and punting? If I had to write a book about football, the first sentence would be, football is a game of field position. <laughs> Freaking idiot. <laughs> All right, Justin, go ahead and recap yours. Um, I had the Giants plus three and a half. Me and you were both on that one. That was a good pick. <laughs> Saints minus three and a half. We know how that one went. And the Cowboys plus three and a half for my lock of the week. Never in doubt. <laughs> how did you feel about that illegal formation call on Jared Cook? I mean, I liked it. Okay. Bro, you know how many times they got down there and didn't get any points? Yeah. I was like, finally, it's it. It's going to happen. They got to get points this time. Well, and then I was like, yes. Justin saw that and said, give me Austin Eckler because he was lighting it up. And he at said, the same time, the team. Vikings kickers kicking a 30-yarder and shanks it. I know. Oh, God. Like literally at the same time as the Cowboys, Greg Zerline kicked a 56-yarder. 
All right, lean your head forward, Justin. All right, three and one on the week for me, and I hit my lock of the week. Uh, that brings me to five and four, and then one and one on my locks of the week. Nick went a skull and crossbones on the board, zero oh and five, uh, which obviously in turn means he did not hit his lock of the week. <laughs> and you're sitting at you got you got a hole to dig out of. One, but and I don't think I can make it out of this hole. I think you can. I was. If in anyone a- can, it's me. I've been in holes <laughs> way bigger than this. Trust me. <laughs> not on this podcast. Well, yeah, not in here. What are you, but, uh, what are you referring to? At the blackjack to? table, dude. Okay. Trust me, dude. I've crawled out without limbs <laughs> with my, just, just my chin. Okay. How'd you, how'd that work? Inch like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I was in a pretty big hole in college last year and was able to crawl out of it and get right to around 500. So uh, you got some work to do, but it's only week two. So uh, one and eight overall and 0 and two on your locks of the week. Uh, Justin went two and one. So that brings him to uh, five and two and two and oh on his locks of the week. So Justin's off to a good start. Um, all right. Thursday, Panthers at Texans. I'm looking at an eight-point spread over under. Currently sits at 43. Uh, obviously, we know Tyrod Taylor, who has the worst luck in NFL history, uh, is hurt again. Davis Mills is in for the Texans. We just saw the Panthers. I saw him in person. Uh, who wants to go first? Justin with us. I'll go first. Okay. Um, way to way to volunteer yourself there, Justin. I'll take the Panthers minus eight against the Texans. I mean, who the hell is David Mills? I and couldn't really tell you. Um, I take one of y'all at quarterback over David Mills. Uh, That's smart. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but the Panthers uh, are hot, so I'm taking them. I don't know that the Panthers are necessarily hot, but, I mean, we look like they, shit. They're we, not cold. They also beat the Jets by, like, what? A field goal? Five, five yeah. Five. yeah. That's what I'm saying. The, like, the Jets suck. The Patriots just embarrassed Zach Wilson. So, and I'm not necessarily saying you're on the wrong side of it, but just objectively but it, looking at it. If Tyrod was playing, I would easily take Well, Texans the spread plus. wouldn't be eight if Tyrod yeah. was playing. Look, um, the Panthers have done a good job on defense. The offense, the talent's there. It's just they haven't been able to put it all together just yet. So... It'll be interesting to see if that defense can still can keep up their dominating performances. But what yeah. you said with the Patriots against the Jets, the Panthers struggled to score against them, but the Patriots didn't score a whole bunch of points either against the Jets. I think they had twenty six. Yeah. So. So I mean, yeah, it's a decent amount of up. points, but twenty six to six. Um. And how many picks did Wilson throw? Four. Yeah. So. I mean, they're lucky Three that the it wasn't half. more. Yeah. No, yeah, definitely. No, Mac Jones does not look spectacular. I mean, even against the Dolphins, they won or they lost. They would have won. They lost because Damian Harris fumbled in the red zone, but it was a low-scoring game there as well. Um, the way I look at the Panthers, like like we just said, played the Jets one by five, rookie quarterback who just got embarrassed by Bill Belichick's defense. And then they just beat us, as I said. I was there 17 and nothing in the first half, and then they finished with 26 they went 26 to 7. They didn't score. I, d- I want to say in the entire third quarter, they didn't score. And then a large part of the fourth quarter, it felt like. Um, the biggest thing in this game was our offensive line. I don't know what, I don't know what was going on. It wasn't, there was a few times where their defensive line just overpowered our offensive line, but then there was also like communication issues. Just I don't know what was going on. Too many multiple guys not blocking anybody. So, I don't know how much it was that, I mean, Saints were dealing with COVID, uh, displaced from the hurricane, 
and then a ton of injuries. I mean, we were without our number one corner, our best slot corner, our edge rusher, our best edge rusher. I'm on the boat of Cam Jordan's washed up now. I'm sorry. I don't think Cam Jordan has, as a pass rusher, I don't think he has it anymore. Yeah, he's been at all pissing me off. So, um, but we were without Davenport, our best edge rusher. We were without Quan, our second best linebacker. And then we were without Eric McCoy, our center on offense, who was calling out the pass protections. So I think it was a Molotov cocktail of all shit that all things that could go wrong will go wrong. And they called us at the right time. When we play them again, I think it'll be a much different game. But I'm not walking away from that as going like, okay, the Panthers are the real deal. Like the Panthers are going to compete with the Bucks in the NFC South or anything like that. I still think yeah. we're the, as of right now, we're still the second best team in the NFC South, I think. I think we're going to look a lot different come week six, seven. Um, so I don't know. This is tough for me. Eight point spread. I don't like it. Uh, me personally, I think I'm going to take the under 43. Because Darnold did not impress me. I'm not. I'm gonna be honest with you. Darnold did not impress me. Adebo got abused. Paulson Adebo. I was singing his praises against the Packers, and then it was like, good lord. Yeah, DJ Moore ate his lunch. Yeah, and and that's what. Like I was talking with the people I was at the game with, and like DJ Moore. I'm like, okay, one DJ Moore is not a bad wide receiver. He's like a top fifteen, maybe even. I mean, I don't know that you can say top ten, but he's around that range in my opinion he's a damn good wide receiver definitely having a great year yeah but he was solid last year too but they also have Robbie Anderson uh, I don't know if Curtis Samuel's still healthy but I know they have when they have him like they don't have a bad wide receiver core so I think Samuel might have went, went I think out he's on to the, a different team football did team. he yeah Redskins. okay oh y'all are right y'all are right who's their third wide receiver then Terrence Ter- Terrence Marshall yeah okay I was, was no, like they got players yeah no they have a good wide receiver core um so, yeah, no, I mean, when you lose Lattimore and you lose Chauncey, I mean, we had Roby in his first game, and then we have Adebo out there just getting mutilated. And then you got Desmond Trufant, who was good like 13 years ago. So, yeah, that was a recipe for disaster, if I'm being honest. So they didn't – I'm not walking away from that like, wow, the Panthers are really fucking good. I'm walking away from that as the chips were stacked against us. So it is what it is. Sucks to make a 12-hour car ride for that, but – I mean, so be it. I'm taking the under 43. I'm not going to touch the spread here. I don't know. We haven't seen Davis Mills. Heard the name. Can't tell you where he went to school. Don't remember. I, I'm sure as soon as any, you say it, I'll go, oh, right. But I'm not touching the spread. I'm taking Stanford. the under. Was it Stanford? Yeah. Okay, that's not one of a, oh, yeah, right. <laughs> not, not at all. It was because his, his main year, you know, come from the COVID year. So. Okay. It's like. All right, so which side are you on? 12 didn't play a whole bunch of games. Um. I haven't forgot to figure out creative ways to bet this game. I'm going uh, first half here, Panthers, minus four and a half. Okay. Okay. Um, I think Mills struggles early but picks it up, maybe even get, gets an upset comeback win. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, Josh, which side are you on? So I was looking at the over-under as well, and I wanted to take the under so bad, mm-hmm. but Houston's defense is not good. Um, it's not, but yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, all it takes is because I mean they what they gave up thirty one to the Browns and then twenty was it what, how much did they give up to the Jaguars? They gave up twenty one to Jacksonville, thirty one to Cleveland. Yeah, um, I, which I think you know Panthers have a way better offense than Jacksonville. No, so yeah, Jacksonville. There's no trash. reason they shouldn't put up at least twenty eight against Houston, and it takes. Two touchdowns. What is it? What's that? Is it 43 or 42? 43. Okay. Um, 
I just the the I just think it's too low. Like if it was like forty five, I'd probably take it. Well, we just saw Nick take forty and a half. So yeah, I mean, not. I don't get scared when the number's too low if I really believe in it, but I think there's a solid chance we don't know about Davis Mill. He could be a bum way over his head and lay a goose egg. So yeah. like I feel like that's not out of the question. I and think it's then, gonna be rough to start and it'll probably be rough to end. I was totally joking about him coming back. But yeah. um Yeah, I'm quite quite frankly, I'm surprised that they don't have a better backup quarterback. No, yeah, I, I agree. I, well, they have Deshaun Watson. Oh, well, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Technically, Tyrod's dude can't up. stay off the massage tables. But um, yeah, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna take the Panthers minus eight. Okay, interesting. So you're on the first half under no first half spread Panthers minus four and a half. Yes. Y'all are both on Panthers minus eight. I'll take the under forty three. Um, and we're hoping for no points. We're hoping for uh, failed fourth down conversions. We're hoping for red zone fumbles. All that good stuff. Um, all right. My next one for I honestly, um, believe it or not, I was like just kind of laying around looking at the NFL slate, and then I was like, I don't like any of these games. I didn't have a single pick, and then for the first time since I was like four years old, I was like, I'm gonna go take a bath, and I took a bath, and then I was like, I'm gonna sit there and just soak in the bath and look at the slate of NFL games. I got like eight plays. Yeah, it sounds like a great time. Yeah. If <laughs> if this goes well this week, I'll take a bath every single week before we do this podcast. Um, I'm going with the Bears, plus seven. Justin Fields is the starter. Uh, Baker Mayfield had his shoulder pop out of place last week, and then uh, he was able to finish the game and came back in, uh, but might be a little sore. Jarvis Landry just got put on IR. It's Justin Fields' season in, in uh, Chicago. They're going to be fired up. Defense is going to play better than they have been. Rally around their guy. Pasty Andy Dalton's out of there. He said, it's my time now. Mm. You got two weeks. Is Odell um, back this week? He is a full go in practice, they said, today. But who knows? I thought he was going to play week one. They were saying he was practicing fully throughout that week. So uh, whether he's there or not, I'm rolling with the the, – I wish it was a home game. If it was a home game, I would love it. It would. I don't know that. I don't think it would necessarily be seven, if they were at home with Fields getting his first start. But yeah, I'm taking the Bears plus seven. Okay, that's at noon. It is at noon. Yes. Okay. Should strongly consider it. Yeah, it's a tough one. I I like Fields. I think he probably should have been the starter. I think it, but I do think it was a smart idea to not play him against the Rams, uh, and just to give it give it a couple times and. They were fortunate enough for Dalton to get injured, I think. Oh, did he get hurt? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know he got hurt. Yeah. I thought they just benched him. No, he got it. He got hurt. Oh. I and was, uh, Fields came in. See, I was joking with Joseph. I was like, I guarantee you. I was like, Matt Nagy's out there calling. He's like, all right, guys, y'all block left. Andy, you run right. Like, <laughs> he's trying to get him hurt so he doesn't have to, like, bench him. So that might have been exactly what happened. Um, But, yeah, either way, however Justin Fields gets in there, I don't care. Just that he's in there, uh, I'll take him plus seven. So give me your first one of the day on Sunday. Washington football team going against the Bills in Buffalo. The Bills are seven and a half point favorites. And I'm going to be taking the Washington football team plus seven and a half on the road. I'm on this as well. That half point, I think Heineke's settling in. Um, Yeah. Plus, I think their defense is, um, 
I'm not quite sure why they weren't able to get pressure on Daniel Jones last week. Yeah. But Daniel Jones, let's give him all the credit. He played very well. He arguably, played phenom- arguably his best game. Yeah. So um, the Bills are still struggling. Will they get better? Yes. But um, I just think seven and a half is a little bit too much points against a strong defense. Yeah. No, I agree. That that half point is what swayed me. I'll take the football team as well. <clears throat> are either of y'all on this? I am not. I am not. All right, Josh, give me your first one. All right, I got Dolphins at the Raiders, uh, 3.05 p.m. on CBS. Uh, Raiders are currently a four-point favorite. Mm-hmm. Miami will be without Tua. Mm-hmm. I'm taking the Raiders. Raiders look extremely good right now, I will say. Um, they I'm, looked pretty I'm, dominant against the Steelers. I'm on the Raiders as well, just for the record, but continue. Um, I just Derek Carr is probably having his best start of the season he's ever had. Um and like I said, Miami will be without Tua. I just don't think Brisket starting. I doesn't matter. He's got to be. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Yeah, Jacoby is he's starting. Yeah, but. give give me the Dolphins. Really? Yeah. Really. Dolphins plus four. They just got shit canned by Buffalo, thirty-five nothing. Yeah, but it's coming off of a week where it's like your starter gets hurt early, early in a game. But not only that, I mean, they're coming off of a game where they got. Shit can by Buffalo, and I have not been impressed with Buffalo this this year. No, it wasn't like Buff, Buffalo's defense must have they, – yeah, they played well. The offense didn't light it up by any means they scored, but it wasn't like a big statistical day from their I, best I don't, players. I don't love – yeah, no, and I don't love the Raiders. Don't get me wrong. Um, I'm just more on the standpoint of they look like shit when Tua went out. So, And they haven't been lighting it up when Tua was there yeah. either offensively. So, uh, yeah, Brissett came in, went 24 of 40. So, Tua got hurt early, obviously. 24 of 40, 169 yards and a pick. And Gaskin only had 25 yards rushing. Yeah. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I'm not, like, going crazy over the Raiders' defense, but we did see them have the ability to get a lot of pressure on Lamar. Uh, I know Carl Nassib. um, you might know him as the gay guy who got the sack to seal the game. He is out with, or he's questionable with injury. Um, they have a lot of people questionable. Josh Jacobs is questionable. Yannick Ngakwe. Uh, if Josh Jacobs goes down, I think Kenyon Drake can step in and be do well enough. But obviously we know what they have with Waller. They have weapons on the outside. Uh, if Henry Ruggs could ever decide that he wants to, you know, play football and not be I think he had a good week. He did have an okay week last week. But for the most part, he was the first receiver off the board. Henry Ruggs has borderline been a bust, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Um, But quite frankly, Brian Edwards has been better than him. And he he was was drafted in the third round of the same draft. Yeah, no, he was damn good. He won them that game against Baltimore. Yeah, he's a great receiver. Um, So, yeah, no, but I'm on the Raiders, minus four as well. I think. I think it's a time. The Dolphins' defense is going to get. I'm expecting them to step it up and get back to where they were playing uh, a year ago. Yeah. Keeping their team in games. And uh, Brisket has starting experience. So I I really do think that this could be a shocker for for the Raiders. I think Tua might be done in Miami. I'm going to be honest. Because if if Jacoby Brissett plays well, they're probably going to win the game, I think. I think he's one of those, like, Reminds me of uh, Nick Foles. Like, he makes the most of his opportunities. I don't necessarily think he's going to play well, but if he does and they beat the Raiders, then they're probably going to roll with him, I think, because who knows how long two is out. I know it's like a rib, but he got carted off. They saw it day-to-day, but he got carted off. It's, that's a weird thing about it. But, but they're already listing him out. 
aren't they? Yeah, I don't know how much they believe in Tua anymore over there. Yeah, he's already listed as out. I mean, they were talking about trying to trade for Deshaun Watson yeah. in the offseason. So. Yeah, yeah, can't blame him. But um, they said, yeah, they don't like Tua so much that they're willing to take on the FBI case of Deshaun Watson and just hope. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I I think Tua might be done in Miami. So, but yeah, I'm on the Raiders. So, uh, are you putting your your name in the hat of the Dolphins plus four, or are you considering it? No, it's one of my bets. Oh, it was already written down? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying, oh, the way you were, you made it sound like you were like, like, oh, okay, it's Jacoby Brissett. I didn't know that. Like, I'll consider the Dolphins. No, I, well, I knew Tua was up in the air uh-huh. about whether he's playing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. As far as it says right there, he's out. So, um, and Jacoby Brissett's not bad. I mean, what we saw him in Philly. I mean, not Philly. Uh, yeah, in Indianapolis. Cool. Yeah. So, and he came in, and I didn't think he did bad. Um, he was the successor to Luck, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, kind of a rough situation for him there, but um, then a year behind Philip Rivers. Yep. He also was a backup to Tom Brady. So, I mean, he has yep. a lot of experience. Learning yeah, from, mentorship. Learning from good from, players. Yeah. All right. Um, Justin, give me yours. Give me your first one. Um, Going to the Baltimore and Detroit game, and I'm taking the Lions plus eight. Really? Yes. The Lions are scrappy, I will say. I'm taking the Lions, too. Are you? Yeah. Yeah, well, you're big on the Lions. You were saying, and honestly, I don't know what it was about y'all. Joseph put a bet on the Lions to win the Super Bowl. So Joe, that was the dumbest bet of all time. <laughs> he told me about on that. Yeah. I said you'd have been better off betting on if they win a single game. So, yeah, no, I'm not too big on the Lions, but you are big on the Lions. What you mean? You said something about the Lions, um, either last week or two weeks ago, and it's because well, you I have, have their, yeah, have you have sixty percent. I have their, their best players. Yeah, you've got forty percent of their offensive weapons. For but fantasy. no, look, the key thing here is this one's going to be played in a do- a dome. That means no rain coming and sneaking in in the fourth quarter and making Jared Goff drop the football. <laughs> so if if he – I think that the Lions, this is their a home game for them. The first game was at home against the 49ers, and they fought back hard. They've played They've played well at times in the first half against um, – who they just played? The Packers. Packers. They played well, and then in the second, second half against the 49ers, they played well. They just got to put it all together, man. They have a good coaching staff. A lot of those coaches are from the Saints. So, um, Aaron Glenn. Yeah. I just think that they need a – golf has to be focused and take what the defense gives them, not try to force too much. And and I think they can be successful. Okay. Um, I am taking the Packers plus three and a half on the road against uh, San Francisco. Rodgers likes – he was a San Francisco fan growing up. He's going to want to show out. For the 49ers, always tries to. Um, uh, fucking, we don't know what happened when they played us. We embarrassed them week one. Then they bounce back with a, a solid second-half performance against the Lions. So we'll see if they can keep it going. Getting three and a half on the road, I'll take the Packers here. The 49ers haven't really impressed me. I think it's a matter of time before Garoppolo's out, just like Dalton's out. I think, uh, granted, his was an injury, I know, but I think Garoppolo... His days are numbered in San Francisco. Trey Lance will be the, the starter soon enough. He hasn't exactly been lighting it up from what I saw. So I'll take the Packers getting getting three and a half on the road. Yeah, the big thing to mention here is uh, the name of the game for the 49ers is to control the clock, but their whole running back room is banged up with injuries, and it's not quite clear if is um, Elijah Mitchell going to be playing. 
he's questionable right now. So, so I, I'm Sermon had a concussion, I guess. He's also questionable. He's questionable. The other guy's out. Jermichael Hasty. Yes. He's out. Yes. Shanahan ruled him out early in the week. So that's a big thing here to worry about. I do like the Packers getting points as well, and I'm going to make the Packers plus three and a half the lock. I was considering that as well. What is the word on Zadarius Smith? Is he playing? He's not on the injury report, but he was out against uh, yeah. the Lions. I'm not quite sure. If he comes back, that's big. That's huge. I, I like it even more then. But they still have they still have players that can rush a pass. Yeah, Preston Smith. Um, and then who's the other one? They got somebody else too. The guy from after. Michigan, Josh, who's the number one recruit. Hand. Last name. No, Gary is his last name. Gary, not Hand. What am I thinking of? <laughs> you said hand? hand last time for the uh, Redskins. Oh, you're talking about the defensive lineman? Yeah. Um, Rashawn Gary. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, no, he, uh, he, was, like, he was like nature. the eighth overall pick when, yeah. in his draft. Um, I knew it was a four-letter last name. Um, yeah, whether Zadarius Smith's back or not, I like this a lot. Aaron Rodgers felt disrespected. He came out and beat arguably the worst team in the in the league. But I don't think the 49ers are that great. I think they haven't done anything to really impress me. Obviously, I think what well, they just beat the Eagles 17 to 11 and then damn near allowed the Lions to make an incredible second half comeback. So I'm going to go ahead and add this one too. Okay. Packers plus three and a half. All right. Josh, give me your next one. Are any of y'all on the Saints game? I am. Yes. Okay, I'll hold off on it then. Okay, we can talk about that one last. Um, so this is the three o'clock game, mm-hmm. Tampa at L.A. It's a pick 'em. Um, last year the Rams got the best of Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. Um, this year I'm taking Tampa. Okay. Um, I just think Tampa Bay looks better th- at this point than they did at when they played them last year in the season. Um. This is going to be the best game of the week, yes, to be honest. Absolutely. Um, I think, I mean, I think this game is going to be decided by a field goal. It's going to be a game winning field goal by either Tampa. I don't know if I overlooked it. Tampa, but yeah. This is such a hard one, but I, I still think, I think Tampa comes out on top. Yeah, it's a tough one. I don't know if I just overlooked this game. I didn't even realize that's going to be the best game of the week by far. That defense versus Tom Brady and that offense. And then obviously, but it's like almost like identical teams. Like, when you and think last of, year, this game was settled, decided by field goal. Yeah, I mean, when you think of, I mean, the Rams. That's it, the two best defenses in the NFL, in my opinion. Which I I know the Buccaneers are banged up, um, but still, Buccaneers defense and the Rams defense. I mean, it's probably one and two, and then both with solid offenses with tons of weapons. So that's gonna be a really good game. I'm not gonna be on that, but I'm gonna keep an eye on that. Um, yeah, I actually am on this one, but the spread now is either one or one and a half. I saw a one in favor of Tampa Bay. That's what I see right now. What do you have it at, or what did you have it at? That's what I had it at. Oh, okay. But I did see it yeah, earlier in the week at, at even minus one Tampa. Yeah, I, I see it at. But one I'm and I'm and gonna be rolling with the Rams here, at home. Really? Uh, it's a tough one for me to pick against the Bucks, just because I I do think You're that they're the best Bucks team. Fan. But I just think at this point in time, I'm not quite so sold on their secondary. Uh, I'm going to be honest. The the Falcons were giving them a game until yeah. Matt Ryan threw back-to-back right. pick sixes. So, um, there'll be points scored in here. I think the over-under is 50, 55 and a half. That's a lot. I don't, I don't know if I would go as far as to say let's bet the over, but um, I think that the Rams at the end of the day – 
the the secondary talent that they have, I think, mm-hmm. is going to be the difference here. Maybe comes up with a with an interception or something that uh, helps them cover and win this game. Also, too, I don't know if you know this, Josh. Uh, Antonio Brown's in COVID protocol. Yeah, that's another thing. On I mean, they still got Godwin. Yeah, no, yeah, they no, still they have got plenty weapons. weapons. Yeah, they still yeah. have plenty of weapons, but it doesn't. I mean, it doesn't help them to have him out. But um, but you could also look at this considering the score, the point total, as um, you know, the Rams pass rush and how do you how do you battle that if the Bucks decide they do need to run the ball a little bit more in this game? Maybe the over doesn't get to where everyone thinks it's going to get. I don't, I don't know, but I think the Rams are going to be able to score points here. Okay, now yeah, I'm like I said, probably going to be the best game of the week. Um, one I'm looking at, looking forward to watching most, obviously outside the Saints game. Uh, Justin, do you have another one before the? Are you on the Saints? You said yeah, that's my last one. That's your last one. Okay, mm-hmm. are you on the Saints game? No, I have a two more though. Okay. Um, I think. Yeah. Is it the Bengals-Steelers game? Is that one of them? No. Okay, well, that's mine, so I'll do that one real quick. Um, I'm on the under, 44, Bengals-Steelers. Big Ben's hurt. Um, Joe Burrow did not look good last week. Three three interceptions, I think, maybe more. Um, Steelers obviously have a really good defense. We saw what they did to uh, Buffalo. So, with Big Ben hurt again, I was just thinking about that, too, like, I'd way rather go through what we went through with Drew than go through what they're going through with Big Ben. Mm-hmm. I'd way rather it. But he's out. Or I don't know if he's out. I'm assuming. I'm assuming he's out. They said it's a pectoral strain or some shit. So I don't know who comes in. Is it Rudolph? Ben Roethlisberger is questionable. He didn't even, practice today. Okay. Even if he's back, I still don't give a shit. I'm still taking the under. So their defense looked really good, and then the Bengals just scored 17 points in a loss against Chicago, whose defense didn't look as good as it was from years past, uh, at least the first week. So I'll take the under 44. What is your... I have two more. Um, Okay. Seahawks at Vikings. The Vikings are one-and-a-half-point underdogs, and I'm going to roll with the Vikings here. Quite frankly, I've been somewhat impressed by the way that they've been able to move the ball. I think that they have a balanced attack. They have talent at the wide receiver position. And if Kirk Cousins keeps playing like he is, I think that they can win this game. So I'm going with the Vikings plus one and a half at home. Okay. And then Monday night, Eagles at Cowboys. Third time's a charm, baby. I'm rolling with Eagles plus four. I was considering the Cowboys, I'm going to be honest, but I stayed away from it. Uh, very well maybe something that I add. If the Eagles get penalized for 10 times in 100 yards, I'm going to go nuts. Yeah, I feel like – so how much has – I haven't really watched the Eagles. How much has Jalen Hurts been scrambling? Uh, he gets run, He gets uh, yardage running. Because I feel like Michael Parsons is going to have a lot to say about that. Yeah, but being at the end position, I mean, he'll be at one end. They got him at the end now. They moved him out. And he's yeah, not he's not the middle linebacker. linebacker. No, he's yeah, he's playing defensive end now. I mean, that may suit him better because he was kind of getting... I think it's just because the Cowboys have a lot of depth Jaylen at linebacker Smith and, and Van Der Esch. Yeah. I mean, okay. it's going to help the Cowboys' defense overall, I think. I just think that, yeah, maybe he will have problems scrambling, but look, the Eagles' defense is, has been pretty good. Yeah, I know I know. Brandon Graham got hurt, um, D, their D-lineman. He had a good first game against Atlanta. Um and I want to say I don't know if he's out. I want to say he might be out. Oh yeah, no, he's on. Yeah. he's on IR. And, he did. And Brandon Brooks, their guard, is also on IR. He gets hurt every damn year. Uh, 
so yeah, they're kind of banged up a little bit, but so obviously is Dallas. Dallas is as well. So yeah, the Eagles have been able to hit a few deep balls, but they they haven't been able to finish in the red zone. So that'll be the key, and the penalties because yeah. they penalize the shit out of whoever Dallas plays. <laughs> yeah, and I mean four points in a division game. These games are always close. So, um, like I said, I'm not on this one as of right now. We'll see how my day goes Sunday, and then you never know. But yeah, I don't know. The Eagles did not look bad against Atlanta, but it is Atlanta. So, so you're on Eagles plus four. Yeah. Okay. Um, and that was your last one, correct? Mm-hmm. All right. Saints are playing the Patriots. Uh, me, Josh, and Justin all have a bet on this one. Uh, I'll go first. This is going to be my lock of the week. So Saints at at uh going on the road to New England. New England's three point favorites. The over under currently sits at forty two. At least that's what I have it at by noon today. Um, I'm gonna take the over. 42. I think that with our defense still banged up, even though I think Lattimore will be back, Chauncey should be back. Uh, I don't know what the word is on Quan, so it may get a lot healthier sooner rather than later, but I feel like they'll still be able to probably get a little bit here here and there on us. Um, we did not put together a good showing against Carolina. And coming off the worst offense performance in the Sean Payton era, I don't think there's any way that we go out and lay an egg like we did against Carolina. So I'll take the over 42. It's going to be my lock of the week. What are y'all on? Um, I'm taking the first half over actually at 20 and a half. Interesting. I never think to look at first half like over unders, but 20 and a half. Yes. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Nah, I mean, yeah, that's something. To, I don't fucking know. I didn't. I, I mean, I think we're going to have to score points. No, yeah. Week. I mean, if I'm taking the over, it's like, why would I not? Um, yeah, I'm just going to stick with the over 42. But, yeah, no, that's interesting. 20 and a half. What are your thoughts on that? I don't know, man. The uh, Patriots haven't scored a lot of points. They scored what? How many did they score against? No, yeah, Mac Jones has the looked. The Dolphins. 20 or 17? I think 17. So, yeah. Uh, and then they scored, you said 26. So, um, or it was 25, sorry, 25 to six. And then they, they lost 17 to 16. So that's okay. 16 against Miami. They lost against Miami. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember wow. Damian, Damian Harris fumbled oh, in the red yeah, zone. Yeah. They were about to get more points. Interesting. So Mac Jones has not lit it up by any means. So. Yeah, but overall, our offense is going to turn it around. That's what I'm thinking. So, so I'm thinking if we can get, I mean, 28, 28 to 14 mm-hmm. like I, I think we we're gonna bounce back I think offensively I don't think Sean Payton's gonna go out and allow another performance like what we had so I feel good about I feel good about the over there Josh which side what are you on on this one so I know I was talking about how 43 was a low over on there and it uh-huh. scared me um I forgot that I took the under for this game did you really I did um <laughs> I just think that the Saints and Patriots both have good defenses. Mm-hmm. And like like you said, Mac Jones really hasn't lighted it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is going to be the best defense he's probably faced. Uh, I mean, the yeah. Dolphins have a good defense, but they're nowhere. I wouldn't say they're nowhere near, but we definitely have the better defense. When we're healthy, yes. yes. Um, and with how our offense looked last week, I just I just think, though, I think this is going to be a 21-17 type game. 
It's um, it's certainly possible. Um, and it just depends on who, like, are we going to have our offensive coaches back? Like, and uh, then with the, is McCoy going to play or is he? So I, I messaged uh, Nick Underhill and he said that McCoy's dealing with a calf strain because I hadn't been able to see like what the problem actually was with McCoy. So he said calf strain. He was in uh, street clothes at practice today. So probably not going to play this week. Sean Payton said the 10 day protocol on the coaches is come is nearing like it's in. So mm-hmm. they're expecting to get their coaches back, uh, but not a hundred percent yet. Obviously. But I feel like even with like, if we're a hundred percent at offense, uh, I just think, I think the Patriots have a really good solid defense. And I think they might give Jameis Winston some fits. No, yeah, they do have a damn good defense. That's bill Belichick's forte. Um, but I tell you what, if, if we come out and we look like we did on offense against Carolina, if we do that against New England, then people are going to start fucking uh, Riding. Yeah, yeah, hitting, the, hitting the, flags, the panic button. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I think it, 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 it's all on our offensive line. It depends on what our offensive line looks like. If our offensive line looks like it did against week one against Green Bay, I think we can score without a doubt. But, I mean – Kamar could didn't have any running lanes. Yeah, no, not at all. Um, Jameis was running Jameis for his was life. Like under pressure, felt like seventy five percent of the snaps. Mm-hmm. If if our offensive line plays like that against Patriots, it's going to be. But it see, might be a seventeen fourteen game. But see, I don't think they will. I don't think they will because we typically have a, one of I would say a top five offensive line in the league. We have I think I believe Ramchek's the highest paid right tackle. Mm-hmm. Teron Armstead's one of the highest paid left tackles. We made Pete. One of the, uh, I'm assuming, highest-paid left guards. He's trash. Um, Wait for his Terry's peck peck muscle. (laughs) Yeah, no, he does (laughs) that every single year. Um, We got Ruiz, who we spent a high draft pick on. Uh, I want to say first-rounder. Drafted Mm -hmm. him, like like Josh said, as a center. Moved him to guard because McCoy is already one of the top centers in the league. And so then with the absence of McCoy, we moved Ruiz back to center. I think it was... I think it's highly unlikely that they look as bad from the offensive line standpoint this week as they did last week. I think they turned that around. And, and another thing that kind of worries me is Patriots defensive backs are better than Panthers defensive backs, in my opinion. And I just think without – I mean, Callaway really hasn't done anything since the season started. Yeah, that's been an anomaly. And I just don't think we have that go-to guy right now at the wide receiver spot. Maybe, um, I mean, you got Deontay Harris, you got Lil Jordan Humphreys, you got yeah. Jawan, Jawan Johnson. I think Deontay Harris is like our go-to guy right now. I don't think and, we really have a go-to yeah. guy right now, to be honest. Like you said, uh, I mean, Callaway hadn't done shit. We got the deep ball with Harris against yeah. Green Bay. But other than that, I mean, he didn't I do just, too it much. It just doesn't feel like we have a guy that it's going to be a third down situation. We have. Yeah. Who do you go to to move the chains? Get open. I just don't feel like we have that right now. No, I agree. So that's definitely... That's a problem, but I th- it is only two weeks in in the season. It was yeah. a terrible perform. The offense goes as the offensive line goes. So when, like we were just saying, the offensive line played like shit. Kamara couldn't get anything going. Jameis was running for his life. What felt like what felt like every single snap. So, I mean, unless if we don't have a guy getting open within a second and a half, the way they were blitzing us, then there's no way of moving the chains. We're not getting the ball out. Jameis was honestly, I felt like Jameis made a lot of good moves in the pocket to extend the play. And then he found Callaway on like a little nine yard pass, stepping up, making people miss. Um, honestly, the interception right before the first half, if you go back and look at a replay, Deontay Harris had his guy beat. Yeah. 
he just couldn't set his feet and get the ball down there because he's he, he should have been sacked right away. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like, oh, that was a terrible throw. He made the it was you got to you got to eat the ball there if you're not going to be able to get it to him and play for a field goal. But he made a guy miss, made a great move right off the bat. I mean, he was like it was hut and he's scrambling for his life. So the worst offensive performance of the Sean Payton era, the worst performance by the offensive line that I can remember. I don't think that happens again. I think we come out, we put some points on the board, and our defense, depending on how much health, how healthier we get, did not look good. We made that we gave those receivers plenty of separation, and Sam Darnold had all day in the pocket. The lone bright spot was Peyton Turner. Peyton Turner looked damn good. He was pressuring the quarterback, got a sack, three tackles for loss, five total tackles. That was encouraging to see, uh, especially with the decline of Cam Jordan's uh, output, in my opinion. So. But yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. It's gonna be, it's gonna be, uh, it's gonna answer a lot of question marks. I feel like I say that often, but we blew the blew the Packers out the water, and then we got embarrassed. So now there's there's question marks. So we'll find the answer to them this week. So that's everybody's picks in the NFL. Yeah, I'm done. All right, I'm gonna recap mine, and then we'll go around the table. Thursday night, Panthers at Texans. Give me the under forty three. Give me the Bears plus seven in Justin Fields' first start. My lock of the week is the Saints-Patriots over 42. I'm taking the football team plus 7.5, Raiders minus 4, Packers plus 3.5, and, and Bengals-Steelers under 44. Nick? Panthers minus 4.5 first half. Washington plus 7.5. Lions plus 8. Dolphins plus 4. Rams plus 1.5. Vikings plus 1.5. Packers plus three and a half. Eagles plus four. It's a lot of plus. I was just about to say, well, how <laughs> many plays do you have? Eight. Jesus. Plus trying, to get, hot. trying to get out of the hole. In I'm one getting week. plus money, baby. <laughs> All right, Justin, go ahead and recap yours. Um, Thursday night, I got Panthers minus eight over the Texans. Then I have the Lions plus eight over the Ravens. Then Packers plus three over the 49ers. And my lock of the week is the Saints. First half over at 20 and a half over the Patriots. Okay. Josh, go ahead and recap yours. So I got Carolina minus eight at Houston. I got uh, the Raiders minus four at home against Miami. I have the under of 42 for the New Orleans Saints and Patriots. And I got Tampa minus one at the Rams. Okay. There you go. NFL picks. You got our college picks. I mean, for the most part, Nick had a rough week, but he was off to a good start up until then. Bounce back week. Uh, me and Justin are both positive. Justin's off to a very good start. We're going to look to keep that ball rolling. Uh, remember, Prediction Strike. Go download the app or go to predictionstrike.com. Use the promo code BIGEASYBETS. They will match you a free athlete. Share your first deposit of $20 or more. If you think somebody's going to blow up this week and go off, download Prediction Strike, buy shares in that athlete, and you can make money off of it. All right, Nick, you got anything to say before we go? Look, and I'm one and eight in the NFL, but I'm coming back. I know. Sell the people on why Look, they need to listen to. You. I was 61 percent last year. Okay? Yeah. You think I'm gonna go down like a chump now? <laughs> I ain't sinking like the Titanic. <laughs> Hell no. All right, Justin, you got anything to say before we go? Woo, pig suey. Yeah, Josh. If they win, you got to come back on, and we'll we'll celebrate it. I'll give you your props. If they lose, I mean, I don't even know. I don't know. We'll we'll be on a live stream. We'll be on a live stream watching this game. You'll be at the game. Um, so, like I said before, if you want to come follow along with us as we are live streaming the game with our bet, sweating out the the hopeful win, 
uh, feel free. There'll be, we'll drop a link. You find it on Twitter, Facebook, all of that. Uh, and you come hop in the chat, hang out with us as we try to make some money. Do a lot of Arkansas fans wear Mohawks? Oh yeah. Stop. <laughs> what? No, that swear. is a Mohawk fan base. Seen, I don't think I've ever seen. That is a Mohawk fan base without a doubt. Without a doubt. I don't know. All right. What do you got to say, Josh? Like the shaved, the shaved Mohawk. I know what you're talking about, yeah. Not uh-huh. like the spiked with the gel, not the total shave, like a little short I mean, mohawk. I've, I've seen some, you know. I've definitely seen I'm sure, some. I'm sure there's plenty that you haven't noticed. <laughs> In the I'm, upper I'll, bowl, I'll, 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 take, I'll take some peeks around Saturday. Take, take photos. You know, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, if, uh, if Arkansas loses this weekend, uh, my Vimbo, it's open for uh, some money so I can take shots and drown my tears away. Um, so. I mean, yeah, that's going to be an awesome <laughs> atmosphere. I, I can't. I'm excited. First time going to Dallas, Jerry's World. Um, Give us a score prediction. Put your name on it. And I'm writing it down. 42-21 Arkansas. Jesus Holy Christ. Fuck, you huh? think they're blowing Jeez. them out the water? <laughs> it's our year. Can I get a score for Heisman? It's our year. All right. You heard it's it. the Hogs year. You heard it there. 42-21 to 21 in favor of Arkansas. All right. That wraps up episode 86 of Big Easy Bets. Any game that we did not touch on, feel free to message on Twitter or Facebook. Twitter at Big Easy Bets. And that's all there is to it. Try to make some money. Who dat?